Father Brian Flynn, the curate at St. Augustine's Rossmore, hated the feast day of St. Anne with a passion that was unusual for a Catholic priest. But then, as far as he knew, he was the only priest in the world who had a thriving St. Anne's well in his parish, a holy shrine of dubious origin. A place where parishioners gathered to ask the mother of the Virgin Mary to intercede for them in a variety of issues, mainly matters intimate and personal. Areas where a clod-hopping priest wouldn't be able to tread. Like finding them a fiancé or a husband, and then blessing that union with a child. Rome was, as usual, unhelpfully silent about the well. Rome was probably hedging its bets, Father Flynn thought grimly. Over there they must be pleased that there was any pious practice left in an increasingly secular Ireland, and not wishing to discourage it. Yet, had not Rome been swift to say that pagan rituals and superstitions had no place in the body of faith? It was a puzzlement, as Jimmy, that nice young doctor from Dune Village a few miles out, used to say. He said it was exactly the same in medicine. You never got a ruling when you wanted one, only when you didn't need one at all. There used to be a ceremony on the 26th of July every year, where people came from far and near to pray, and to dress the well with garlands and flowers. Father Flynn was invariably asked to say a few words, and every year he agonised over it. He could not say to these people that it was very near to idolatry to have hundreds of people battling their way towards a chipped statue in the back of a cave beside an old well in the middle of the Whitethorn Woods. From what he had read and studied, St Anne and her husband St Joachim were shadowy figures, quite possibly confused in stories with Hannah in the Old Testament, who was thought to be forever childless but eventually bore Samuel. Whatever else St Anne may have done in her lifetime 2,000 years ago, she certainly had not visited Rossmore in Ireland, found a place in the woods, and established a holy well that had never run dry. That much was fairly definite. But try telling it to some of the people in Rossmore and you were in trouble. So he stood there every year, mumbling a decade of the rosary, which couldn't offend anyone, and preaching a little homily about goodwill and tolerance and kindness to neighbours, which fell on mainly deaf ears. Father Flynn often felt he had quite enough worries of his own without having to add St Anne and her credibility to the list. His mother's health had been an increasing worry to them all, and the day was rapidly approaching when she could no longer live alone. His sister Judy had written to say that although Brian might have chosen the single celibate life, she certainly had not.